Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now listening to Auburn picked up someone out of the transfer portal. <gasps> what? Yeah. 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 And I butchered the utter crap out of his name a few days ago when it was announced. But since then, I've learned how to pronounce it. It's DeZalen. DeZalen. DeZalen Worsham. He is now an Auburn Tiger. Uh, a little bit of information and insight on this young man. Of course, he is transferring from Miami. I believe he played a game with them. Uh, he, of course, was a former three-star recruit in the 2020 class. He held multiple offers, 20-plus offers, um, including Bama, Clemson, Georgia, uh, from us, A&M, many others. Uh, he is out of Trustville, Alabama, so this is another homecoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is at six foot one, 175 pounds. Uh, says he did uh, three starts in 2020, and uh, this is the latest. Now we did a facts or nah. Yeah, we did. We, we did a facts or nah. It, mm-hmm. it was me, Ike, uh, Mike G, and Zach Blackerby. Shouts out to him, guys. You can mm-hmm. definitely check out his content. He posts up daily. Great content. Friend of the show. In our facts or nah, we said was Auburn going to get a receiver out of the transfer portal? There was only one person out of us who said facts on this. No real conviction, but he said facts. <laughs> oh, don't water it down like that. <laughs> of course I'm going to water it down. Don't water it but, down like that. Facts but, Mike G, but Mike G was right. Mm-hmm. Mike G was correct. So mm-hmm. Mike G. How you feeling about this announcement? How you feeling about this kid? Uh, the wide receiver room gets bigger. We get we get a new addition out of the portal, and our activity in the portal isn't dead, as evidenced by this guy. What are your thoughts, sir? Well, first and foremost, I, after interviewing Jay Fair, I'm massively excited about the type of guys this staff is looking to bring in. Yeah. So. They are clearly trying to revamp the culture, and they're almost there. They're almost there with, with, the, with the culture remodel that they were aiming for when they came in. So this kid is part of that. I understand he's got you know a few years of eligibility left, and uh, it's, I think it's exciting. It's exciting to see them get in the guys that they're targeting, that they've evaluated. And this year, we'll start to get a better understanding of what that talent evaluation looks like and how it translates to success on the field. So I'm excited about it. I think that we've got scholarships available. So bringing somebody in 
was always a good idea. It was a real good idea to bring somebody in. And uh, I'm excited, but I, that doesn't mean I'm any less excited about the guys who we already have in the room. Mm. You know, we, I, I can, I sat down with Jay fair, Jay, just, just the best guy. Right. And I was super excited about, you know, his ability as well as the type of representative he's going to be for Auburn athletics, the real articulate kid. You know, he works hard, you know, he, He's uh, he's got a little bit. He's got an edge to him. He's got a little bit of attitude and uh, seems very coachable. I would assume if these coaches are bringing this kid in, he's in that same mode. He's in that Jay Fair mode. And that's exciting, man. People should be excited about that. We, we said it before last year. We had 60 percent of the team tugging the other direction. This year, we don't have that. And if they can get a few things right, this this is really exciting. So we went out and we got somebody in the portal. I, I mean, I'm excited more so that it's another guy that Harson's bringing in. That's his guy. But not I'm still I want I want to stress I'm still excited about the kids that we currently have in the room that chose to stay. Malcolm Johnson, Jay Fair, Dawson, all these guys, I think these guys can make an impact this year and make an exponential jump over what we saw last year. Based on what we've been hearing has been happening this offseason. So excited. I feel I feel good about it. I I wonder if he's going to be he's got a lot of eligibility left. So four years. Yeah. So there's not like there's some pressure to get him on the field this year, I think. Um, so I'll be interested to see how quickly they end up putting him out there because I think it'll either say something about how good they think he is or about the state of our current room if he comes in and takes a spot from a guy who's been here all spring. Ike, uh, I read up on this kid and his former coach, Hewitt Trestwell's head football coach, Josh Floyd, had positive things to say. Um, obviously so, he coached him for for a few years uh but he would know him better than anyone um even though we've yet to see him and he praised him for being a great route runner Mm. um has really good speed and also talked about him doing a really good job of getting in and out of his breaks and one of the things that he also praised him about is how well he does on -on one-on-one situations and so looking at some of the film, I don't know if any of you guys got a chance to check out some of his old highlight stuff uh, from high school, but um, he seems like a guy who has the ability to take the top off of a defense, but he's the type of receiver you want to get him in space and just let him work, right, and just make plays. Um what are your thoughts on on this on this new addition to the wide receiver room? Because it almost kind of seems like he's in the mold of a few other receivers. To Mike G's point, mm-hmm. it seems like it seems like Carson has a type of receiver he's looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean that's exactly what I would say. I mean, similarly to my comments about the quarterback room, right? Like it it seems like there's a mold of guy that he wants to try to put in the room. Um, and it is, it's guys, when I, when I look at the film on him, um, he, he seems like one of, he doesn't seem like he's like blazing fast, right? Like he's not like some, 
you know, uh, from we, you know, again, talking to Jay Fair, everybody runs a four three, you know, uh, Robbie, everybody take top. I don't think he's that fast. I think he's more quick than fast. Uh, but it seems like he's one of those guys who, you know, he can take a five yard route though, because he runs it with pretty good precision and then take it to the house. Um, just based upon getting the early separation, uh, being able to be quick in in a, a, a short space, I think that he'll be able to do that sort of thing. So, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, he he's not like a big body receiver, um, and I didn't see a lot of like jump balls that he was winning. But I did see, you know, like they were running a lot of just kind of tunnel bubble screen type stuff for him in high school, and you know he could take it upfield and, and get upfield really quickly. I watched a little bit of his spring game um, highlights from Miami same kind of stuff he but he he did have uh he catches well with his hands you know that's one of the things i like to see when a receiver not doing a lot of yeah. body catches in traffic yeah, like yeah. trust your hands in traffic um and uh catches in tight windows like he was he was yeah. able to do that he was he was really strong with his hands so i did like what i was able to see a little bit from him um even in his his uh spring game stuff at miami so it's showing it against mm-hmm. some collegiate competition uh, so, yeah, I, I think it's going to be interesting seeing the competition that's going to come up from that wide receiver room here coming into the fall. And, and let's let's talk about let's talk about the wide receiver room in depth with the addition of DeZalen coming in uh, to Mike G's point. You guys, if if you haven't watched it already, we released last week an interview we did with wide receiver Jay Fair. Mm-hmm. and about a 20-minute interview. So when you're done watching this, please head over and check that out if you haven't already. Great content from that. And he talked a lot about the receiver room, and he he has said his words that this room has improved. Uh, let's look at that room. Uh, of course, these guys are listed by their numbers. Uh, of course, much has been made about Dawson, Tavares uh, Dawson, of course, Jay Fair, uh, Javaris Johnson uh, came back to the team. He entered the portal early in the year, came back and even participated some in the spring. Um, of course, much has been made about Shed uh, Malcolm Johnson Jr. That he he's a favorite uh, here at the War Report. Uh, and you got Jackson Billings, Thomas uh, Ness, Tommy uh, Nesmith, Trent Mason, Zay, JJ Evans, and Jake Cruz, and then Dezalyn Worsham. One of the things that Jay Fair talked about in the interview with you uh, with with you guys was Ike Hilliard mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. he's he's a laid back guy, but he's big on competition. And Jay had went even far to say that this receiver room has already improved with Ike Hilliard already being there in terms of chemistry and him pushing the guys to compete. What does that say about? guys like the Zalen coming in and the culture that they're trying to, to set. How excited does that make you about this team? Of course, you know, they still got to have someone getting the ball, mm-hmm. but guys understanding the route running, uh, they, they can run the route. They can do the things that the coaches are asking them to, them to do already. Hilly is getting high praise. What, 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 what did you take from that point that, that Jay fair made? Uh, I, I think that this kid coming in to Zaylin, if he's not ready to work, this new culture is going to chew him up and spit him out pretty quickly. So uh, that was, a, I thought it was a very powerful comment that he talked about 
competition increasing now that Ike Hilliard is at the helm of that receiver room. Yeah. So you got an NFL guy who also played in the SEC. He knows what these kids are going through and what they're up against. So he can relate and um, coach them in a very unique way, I think, that is going to pay dividends in the fall. It could. So if the season started today, Malcolm Johnson and Shedrick Jackson are definitely running out there. This is my thoughts. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's that debatable. The season started today. Shedrick Jackson and Malcolm Johnson are going out there on the field. Beyond them, you got a bunch of guys who are fighting to be threes and fours to get on the field. We're going to be running uh, tight end sets, and there's going to be a myriad of options out there for the quarterback to throw to. And when you get your shot, you got to make the most of it. And that's what competition is about. If you're going to throw the other guy five ball, uh, 10 balls and you're going to throw me five balls, I'm catching all five of mine. Because as far as I'm concerned, if I catch everything and he gets five more balls than me, that's five more chances for him to miss. Meanwhile, I just, I'm not letting any chance get by me. And that's what these kids have to do. You have to take advantage. You're not, it's, it's no matter what people say, it's never even, man. There's always a front runner. That front runner always gets the first crack. He always gets a few more reps. And if you want to overtake him, you got to be better than him and fewer opportunities. Ike Hilliard is pushing that mantra here. Prove to me that you deserve more reps than we're giving you. And you'll get it. So uh, that's life. Some guys are going to get more opportunities than others, but I'm looking forward to seeing what this, because everybody's real down on this wide receiver room. Guys, the negativity on social media about our wide receivers is, God, man, it's, it's, I want to say it's sickening. And I'm not sunshine pumping. I'm just saying, I just don't think that they were ever as bad as they were, they're being painted to be. I think their struggles um, were symptomatic of an overall system problem that we were having on offense. There was just no flow anywhere on offense. That's going to lead to drop balls. So with one more year under this staff in the system, I think internally there are still some things that this coaching staff has to work out. There are still some things that they have to work about, about their process about, you know, of, of how they're getting installs in and, and, and how they're communicating the game plan to people. But they're they're uh, they're learning. And I'm I'm just I'm just holding out hope that this year we'll see that room take a step forward, because I really just don't think that they are the weak link they're being painted out to be. Not any more than the offensive offensive line or the quarterbacks were. In my in my opinion, I don't think the wide receivers were any more of a problem than those other two position groups. Right. Right. Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit 
buildthehouse.com and let's build together. Ike, there's uh, a quote here from Lawrence. Uh, it says, Harson just seems to be building the talent around his multiple offense style. Auburn should be able to run and pra- pass pretty effectively this season. Now, something that Jay Fair also said is Mike asked him towards the end, what can fans expect to see from this group? Mm. And he he noted more consistency in the downfield passing attack. In terms of this offense taking a step forward, we kind of already talked about it, but care to elaborate more on how critical that's going to be to Auburn's ability to run or even just throw the short to intermediate type stuff. Yeah, I mean, so the downfield passing attack, of course, is going to be it's going to come down to separation and chemistry, right? Like it's going to be can the wide receivers get the separation and is there chemistry between them and who's whoever is throwing them the ball? Uh, if that's going to happen effectively, then Auburn's going to be able to beat a lot of teams this year just because they aren't going to be able to load the box like they want to. Right? They're just not going to be able to do that. Um, and if they do, Auburn's going to consistently make them pay. And so if we've got all of this speed and we're able to deploy it in the proper manner, um, we should be looking at a really dynamic offense, especially considering – how many yards Tank was? I mean, we we think about Tank. You know, he had a thousand yards last year, including the bowl game, with a. I don't think anybody would say a great run blocking scheme, right? right. So we had a mid to poor run blocking ability last year, right? And very poor downfield passing attack, and he still was able to get a thousand yards. If you get him some guys in the offensive line who are marginally better at run blocking this season and a decent pass blocking unit that will give you time to get the ball downfield and you're able to complete those at a higher clip, Tank's going to go crazy this year. Yeah, Like the run sure. game is going to be that much more effective because your play action becomes that much more effective when they have to think about the fact that Okay, is is this a keep or is uh, you know is Tank actually getting the ball? All right, he didn't have the ball. Shoot, I'm already a step out of place because I'm thinking downhill, downhill, downhill. And then there's a guy who, again, they say they four three guys out here. All right, somebody four three running past my my ear hole. That's that's danger uh, consistently. But you have to be able to complete those passes if you can complete them at a high clip. Uh, the run game becomes that much more effective because then you can start doing a lot of different stuff in your formations. And like, you know, draw, I don't even know if we ran a draw play last year, but like you could run a, you know, a draw where it's, you're, you're actually looking like you're going to set up the pass and then you're going to go run. Right. So there's just a lot of things that you can do more effectively once you begin to be able to actually have a wide receiver group that is in sync with that quarterback, specifically in those intermediate to deep throws. Any more thoughts, Mike? Uh, I agree. I think one dimensional teams are very easy to defend. And in this league, everybody has athletes. Uh, you know, everybody's got top 25 recruiting class just about. So if you cannot do what Ike is do, uh, talking about, it's going to be really difficult for them this year. That's the nut that they have to crack going into this season. Um, you know, I could think about it in basketball. I was watching uh, a little bit of the playoffs. You know, like if when a team's back in a zone, um, it does them no good to play a zone if you're going to hit shots. 
you're drilling three pointers from the outside and a team is just sitting back in the zone and you shoot, that does you no good. But if you're not going to hit shots, if they don't respect your ability to be able to hit the three, then that a zone can be very effective. So we need the equivalent of shooters on this team. That's our downfield game, passing game. We need that. We need teams to respect that so that they have to defend it. And once they back up just a little bit, it gives just that more, much more space. Make those linebackers think so they can't play downhill. Mm -hmm. Make linebackers think so they can't play downhill on our running game and come in and plug gaps and just make it harder. And if you blitz, that's got to be, man, if you blitz this team, that has to be the death of the defense. (laughs) You blitz, somebody's open or somebody's one-on-one. And then we have to win those matchups. Win your one-on-one matchups. I thought part of the problem last year was we were putting the wrong guys in those one-on-one matchup situations. Shedrick Jackson, I think, is much better suited finding holes in the zone across the middle of the field, Mm -hmm. comeback routes, things of that nature. Agreed. Agreed. Rather than throwing him fade routes and deep balls. I don't think that's his game. Use him correctly. (laughs) Let Malcolm and Dawson go get those deep balls. Those are the guys who should be able to go up and win those one-on-one matchups. So that's that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a little bit of that. It's it's a team thing, but ultimately we need we need some dogs, man. We need somebody to step up here and just have an all-American type season. It just doesn't matter. You know what uh uh Jay said that I liked? <laughs> we asked him about who the best DB, who's the lockdown corner now that McCreary is gone. And Jay said, hmm. Listen, it don't matter who you're lining up against me. (laughs) Everybody's getting that smoke. We need that. We need a guy who can line up and do that. Yeah. So it just doesn't matter who's across. Like, I'm burning whoever. It's just a a face in a jersey number. (laughs) So that's what I'm looking for. I I hope that maybe this this kid, Dezalin, is bringing that to this room. And uh, to Ike's point, I'll close with this. There is a large segment of the fan base that thinks just because a kid did not win a job someplace else, that he's no good or he's second rate. Yeah. And college football is chock full of examples of kids who could not beat out other guys that went other places and became superstars. So can we just kill all the negativity around these transfers Assuming just because they went someplace else and it didn't work out that they cannot be good here. Right. I don't well, get that. I saw, but- I the, the, the thing that makes literally no sense about that as well is a lot of those same people will talk about how we didn't get enough players from the portal. So it's like, do you want transfer players or do you? I just, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand what we actually want as a fan base here, right? We get a transfer player in. It's like, well, they couldn't win the job elsewhere. Why would they be any good here? We don't get transfer players in. It's like, well, why aren't we winning portal uh, battles? It's like, 
it, it's 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 like you're only you're only looking for five guys out of the portal who are big names and who are who have a lot of news around them. And if you aren't getting those, there's is there's no question about those guys because it's a big name. You look at the the, the QB who went to South Carolina. Yeah. You look at uh the the guy who went to USC from Oklahoma, right? Mm-hmm. Like those if you get those guys out of the portal, it's a win. But if they don't have a lot of press behind them or they they wasn't in in the limelight or had a lot of highlight videos last year, it's well, I don't know about this guy. And I, I don't. Were, were we doing backflip? Was the fan base doing backflips uh, because they thought we had a chance to get Echo Leota in the portal last year? I think he turned out pretty good. Right. He's right. he's he's a guy who can he can ball. Portal guy. I don't. I mean, where, where's, I where's stats. the issue there? Right. I saw his stats. I was like, okay, let's go. Yeah. Let's um, go. I just don't like. I said, I just don't. I don't understand, man. We we and, got so much uh, ability on this staff, I believe for evaluating talent yeah. that there's no reason why, you know, these, these guys can't pan out. And I think that we've done a good job of, if, of finding some contributors from the portal um, last season. And I expect us to do the same thing. with these um, guys. So just for the record, since November, we've had 21 guys jump in the portal and we've had six guys come in. So net 15, mm-hmm. that's average. That's pretty average in the SEC this year. We didn't even have the most transfers out. We didn't have a ton of transfers in, but I would I would argue that a lot of the guys that transferred out were not impact players. It's not like we had – people were acting like we had starters transfer out at every position. So who transferred out? Kobe transferred out. Um, I think that that's the one that hurts the most out of all. I mean, the only two big names. I mean, in and, and Javaris and Javaris came back. Well, mm-hmm. th- this is no dis. Or if we're just talking about wide receivers for sure, but like, no disrespect to any of the other guys that left in the transfer portal. But the only two offensive players that were major contributors were Bo Nix and Kobe. That's it. That like. There wasn't some huge loss on, the, especially offensively. We didn't lose a lot of guys on offense, so I don't understand why people feel like we're so talent bereft on the offensive side. We just it's unless you didn't like the talent we had last year, and you don't like the freshmen that we have coming in, and you don't like the trend. Like you have to like. There's a lot of and 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 that gets you to a place of I don't like our offensive talent. Right. Right. Bo, Bo, Bo left is a three-star quarterback. He was a three-star court, a portal quarterback. You know, Zach Calzada came in as a three-star portal quarterback. So, if anything, that's a net zero as far as I'm concerned because one was clearly a much better down-the-field passer. Yeah, I mean, if you look at their um, statistics, they are very similar. Mm-hmm. Very similar quarterbacks. The the, the difference being Bo Nix's ability to run, right? Like that's right. The, the thing that athletically right. separates him. Um, but yeah, to your point about being able to, th- I think again, what this coaching staff wants specifically is the ability to complete those deep to intermediate throws because it will allow them to do all the other stuff that they want to do underneath mm-hmm. with the, you know, they want to run more. Uh, running back screens they want to employ the tight end more they want to be able to you know go with a heavy package that looks like it's going to be run but then be able to pass out of that um they want to be able to throw the bubbles and the tunnel screens they want to be able to you know do all of the things that have pro 
concepts involved with them. Um, and to, you know, frankly, the previous quarterback was more suited for a spread concept. And right. though we will have spread concepts involved, we have to be able to be multiple in the way that the coach wants to, to run the entirety of the playbook. Right. Once you start breaking down the numbers, Ike, it's not, it's just not as bad as everybody made it out to be. Um, you know, Sean Shivers is part of that group that transferred out. But some, like he, 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 he was, was hurt for a, a portion of the year and he barely got touches last year. So I'm not saying Sean. So again, this isn't about talent of a guy that left. I'm talking about contribution right. on the field last year. And right. Shivers was always going to transfer regardless of whether the portal w- was there or not. That, he, he left as a graduate transfer. And those guys want to play. I think it's pretty clear Sean Chavers wasn't going to be an every down back here. Right. He needed to go someplace where they were going to give him a chance to do that. I don't. I just don't think that's anybody's fault. Right. Yeah, because he just there was too many guys in front of him that were clearly going to get all this. Jarquez Hunter was a revelation, and it pretty much closed the idea of him getting that opportunity here at all. Yeah, and that's not. I mean, that's not even his fault. Like he got hurt, and Jarquez Hunter was available. When they got him in the game, they were like, "Oh well, no, this kid could actually ball." So like, hey, just keep giving him the ball. Yeah, Yeah. once you once you start factoring out the guys who were actual impact players. It's literally just a handful of guys that actually left mm-hmm. that did anything or were going to do anything. Right. But and I but get the, depth, but like still. Yeah. But the guys that we got in DJ James, you know, uh, Zach Calzada, uh, Jason Jones, these are going to be impact guys here. Yeah. yeah. DJ James was a starter at Oregon, right? Like it wasn't like he, he this, that was not a guy who left because he couldn't see the field. He played plenty of a snaps. A lot. A lot. Yeah. Zach yeah. Calzada started every game in the SEC just about for his team last year. Right. Yeah. Right. So I just, I don't get it, man. I It is what it is, but I'm I'm happy Zalen Worsham chose Auburn. I'm starting to believe in this coaching staff and their ability to be able to evaluate talent. Let's wait and see how it pays dividends on the field Agreed. Good conversation, gentlemen. We definitely want to hear from you guys in the comments, whether you're watching live or on the replay. Definitely want to know your thoughts on this new pickup and how this wide receiver room will look moving forward. You are now now listening listening to...